At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is Keenan Allen, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap and joining us today, a great friend of the podcast, live from his beautiful beach house in southern New Jersey. He is Nelson Verbit. You can find him on Twitter at the Dynasty Depot. He's the creator and the mind, the mastermind behind the Dynasty Depot. Nelson, what the hell's going on, brother? Brother, how are you, man? It's always good to see you, man. A little summer loving here, and, and thanks for letting me come on for a little bit. I just got back from the beach on the, not really the East Coast, but on the Sun Coast of Florida, visiting Byron. Um, boy, me, man. Tell me about that fish, buddy. That, fi- that fish killed me. That fish killed me. I got into a, got, got into a, somewhere between 150 and 200-pound tarpon. We weren't allowed to measure them because down in Florida, you can't take them out of the, you can only take them out of the water like half of their body. But I, we couldn't have pulled it on the boat anyway. I mean, it was just an absolute monster. But, yeah, Trash Man got one. Byron got one. I got one. Um, you guys can find some videos and some photos of stuff, that stuff that I put up on Thanks Twitter yeah, at, at, at Roster Watch. But, yeah, Nelson's uh, enjoying the beach right now. Honestly, enjoying some awesome stuff you guys have going on at Dynasty Depot. I wanted to have you on to just talk about some of the latest news and notes around the NFL. Also wanted to go over um, – uh, maybe if maybe if I get enough courage up, I'll run a couple of live simulations here using the newest version of the of the redraft cheat sheet for PPR that I now have up over at rosterwatch.com for our pro members. But wanted to go over some dynasty things first and talk to you about ahead. a huge promo that you guys have going on at Dynasty Depot. What the hell is going on right now, Nelson? Well, man, I, we just came up with this idea and we threw it out there because we just got a little bored, and um, we're actually giving away a live dynasty team right now um, on Twitter. So if you go to at the dynasty depot, you'll see what's going on. So we're giving away a $77 team, not a big money team, a $300, you know, win team, but we're giving away that plus a lot of other perks, a $2,100 value memberships, to dynasty depot, all kinds of good stuff there, man. And and it's a really cool team, man. So it's a 77, right? It, it's it's the new Triflex. Are you familiar with the Triflex? That what, is, what, is, what, is, what, is, what does Triflex mean? So it, it's super flex, okay? But the extra flex, you have to start three wide receivers. So it's really interesting. So 
you can go quarterback, but there's actually three flexes, but one of them has to be a wide receiver. Okay. So okay. it's a pretty cool format. So we'll put this team up there. So what are the what are, what's the roster construction again? I I've seen those. I don't. I've never played in one. So you you can. So you you have the quarterback. What is it? Two running backs, two wide receivers, three flexes. One of which is available to be a super flex, and one of which has to be a wide receiver. Correct. Correct. And a tight end. That's and correct. Oh, no no kicker. No D. Okay. No kicker. No D. Which is kind of nice after all those years. You know, people coming out with stuff without the kicker and the D. But it's really interesting. So we're throwing this. We threw this team up there. For nothing, so it, it's it's not the greatest team you've ever seen. It wasn't that bad. I looked at it. Look, like let's 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 go over the team. Who are the yeah, players? Cool. Let's like, do it. Um, and the way you can get this is by going to at the find, Dynasty Depot mm-hmm, at the Dynasty Depot on Twitter, finding any of the tweets that you guys have sent out retweet. talking about this deal, and you just retweet it. And I guess all you're going to throw all those names in the hat and just pick a winner here on what, what, what is it Friday? Yeah, we're going to pick a winner Friday morning and, and announce it. Get a hold of the person, and uh, they will instantly have a team that uh, was purchased on Dynasty Depot, and they are now playing in the FFPC platform which is our preferred platform, as you well know. And yep. hopefully they'll get acquainted with Dynasty Depot and uh, buying and selling teams just like your, your buddy Byron did, man. $2,100 $20, of, of uh, freebies there along with that stuff, all kinds of all kinds of extra stuff. You can find all the details uh, at, the, at the Dynasty Depot. But let's just let's look at the team. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. What, what, what do we got here? So you're looking at – quarterbacks you know so it is a super flex right triflex is a super flex quarterbacks aren't the greatest situation it's got rogers and russell wilson not bad you know a little age there not bad and then you're a little hurting with dalton and uh henny and bortles but really not the issue you're gonna have to make some moves with yeah. this team right because yeah. you go to the rbs right you're sitting with jacobs gaskin mike davis christian mccaffrey oh, and mr barkley so if you're a dynasty player, you're going to be moving one of those guys, getting yourself a quarterback, and making some moves there. Would you be? Would, would you be moving? Which which one of those guys would you be moving right now? Just I'm out moving, of curiosity. I'm moving McCaffrey immediately. Okay. Okay. Can uh, can can you can you tell me why that's your that's your go to move? Because his market's as high as it ever was, even coming off the injury, and all the trading and the values that I see, he's worth. Somewhere in the neighborhood of three ones. Okay. So if you're buying a dynasty team, okay, you're set at running back on this team with Jacobs, Gaskin, Davis, and Barkley. You're you're set there. For now, I'm, yeah. I'm looking to trade for a future one, a quarterback, and another player. I'm looking for somewhere in the two and a half to three ones range when I'm moving McCaffrey. That that would be my move. Nelson, how do you treat a twenty? How how, how do you treat a twenty twenty three one? Do you, do you treat that as a twenty twenty two two? No, twenty twenty two one. We're talking right, but how we? But what if? But just in leagues, like there was a league that I'm in right now, where I'm where I'm examining a trade invo- involving Devontae Adams, and it's it's just um it's a situation that's come up with like how should I value these twenty twenty three ones? Um, have you thought it like I'm kind of valuing that as a 2022 second? That's kind of when I'm when I'm going through it in my head. That's sort of how that's I'm thinking about it. Is, but FFPC doesn't allow you to to move 2023 picks. We're only allowed to move 2022s. Okay. Out so, of curiosity, if you weren't playing on FFPC, just 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 for for my own for my own sake here, I would I would think the same with the 2022 class, which I'm sure you're aware is going to be really a strong class. It's probably what it's worth. 
Okay. Um, and then with the wide receivers, what are, we, what are we looking at here with this team? Looking at Aguilar, Tyler Boyd, Landry, Julio, Pittman, Amari Rogers, and A.B. Not the worst, not the best I've ever seen. You have a little bit of youth in there. You got a little bit of age. This might be a rebuild team, right? You know, maybe you're going to win this year because you got some players, but I'd be thinking down the road. You got some names with Julio, McCaffrey, people to move, okay, that, that still have good value right now. Right. And it's a, it's a players that have absolutely no dynasty value among everybody that is so so youth uh, oriented that actually can do well for you this year. I mean, we've we've talked a lot with Byron and I. We've talked a lot about Antonio Brown and clearly that's a, that's a one-year play, but yeah. him come him coming in with not, now this time, you know, nothing um Nothing up in the air, you know, coming back with the same team. We know the relationship he already has with Tom Brady. It's like he could come in and be really good. Like he could be a guy that's at least for redraft is undervalued this year. And as a guy in the you know the eleven to twelve round of redraft leagues, I'm super interested in whenever we talk about those types of players, you know, those are the kinds of guys in Dynasty I look at. I'm like, well, shit, if I'm rebuilding right now, I know that you don't, you know, if, if it's a complete rebuild, you don't want it to be a situation where you just think you keep finishing with these middling, you know, finishes. You, you don't want to do it. But uh, Nelson, have you ever had these teams where it's like I can see this team being more more of like a soft a soft rebuild where you could maybe compete a little bit as you're as you're rebuilding. If you're only talking about maybe flipping the one big Christian McCaffrey piece to address depth at quarterback, get a little bit younger at quarterback, and then pick up some rookie picks. I feel like with the base that you have there with Saquon and some of these other guys could be enough, especially, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson for the next three years should be. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm thinking the same way as you, when we put this team up for sale, when I did, that's actually one of my teams that I put up for sale that we wanted to see kind of how this would go. And we're kind of going to, going to watch this team, right? It, It can definitely win now with those quarterbacks. Okay. There's no depth, but if those two stay healthy, they're two winning quarterbacks right now in Superflex, no doubt about it. The McCaffrey situation, I think you can stack up for next year and continue to build your team and still win this year with this team. It's pretty interesting. Tight ends, we didn't talk about, which are also FFPC, which, of course, is tight end premium, one and a half half points. Right. You got Jared Cook, one year, probably be real good this year. Hunter Henry, we don't know. But you also got Dallas Goddard on this team. And we like him a lot at Dynasty Depot. Oh, we, as you should. Do you, I, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna have some Eagles. To, to, we're, we're, we're gonna have an Eagles guest on this week. Just out of curiosity, I know you're a Philly Philly yeah. guy when you're not hanging that, hanging yeah. on at, at, at your beach digs. Do you think Zach Ertz is going to be gone, or I mean, do you think that even if he's not gone, you still love Goddard for Dynasty just because after this, you know, after this one more season, like how how's this how, how's this going to work out? It, it, it's going to play out. He is gone. Okay, they they can't keep him. He's not happy. Okay, uh, he's Wentz's guy. You know they're moving the Wentz regime people out of there. Okay, with the with Sirianni coming in, he he will not be on the team this year. They will cut him if they can't trade him. Imagine that. Also, cap, he's going to get cut. There's cap implications there. You know they're they're tight on cap space, Philly, and he's an eight and a half million dollar cap hit if they keep him this year. That's not happening. Yeah. Well, I. Jeez, eight and a half minutes. I mean, that's but, just, but I, I got to tell you something else, Alex. That he is going in dynasty drafts. You got to remember what's he? Thirty-one years old. Okay, mm-hmm. 30, 31 years old. He's got 
four or five years left. He, I'm picking him up in the 17th round of Dynasty Maidens. Nobody's touching him. He's going to go from the 17th round to the 8th, ninth round as soon as he lands with a team. People forgot about him. He can still play, man. Yeah, especially, I mean, they've been talking about they've been talking about the Cardinals and stuff like that. Just, I mean, there, there could be some interesting interesting spots for sure. Yep. Yep. Um, all right, wanted to ask you a couple questions. One question we get constantly on the website rosterwatch.com. We get asked dynasty questions often. The guy that asks the most tough questions is this dude Renorka, who we give a little bit of trouble on Twitter just because boy, it seems like he sends a question and every time is pulling teeth with this guy. But to his, to, this question, yes, yeah, right, to, next, right. To, No, not at all. But 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 to 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 Renorka's credit, um, he at least gives you all the information about what's happening here. You know, somebody will, if somebody just says like, "Hey, man, Camara or Dalvin Dynasty," you know, you just say, "Well, I mean, that's yeah, I got a million things I'd like to ask you about your team, right?" To be able to give you the best answer. Now, yeah. in a, in a you know, in a perfect in a perfect world, I would just you know what's nice for me is just to say like, oh, Dalvin, thanks, you know, and move on. But I don't I don't I don't know that I'm giving you the best answer when I'm doing that, even though I I, I do like that better for my own selfish reasons. Ren, Renorka does not give us those uh, give us that kind of out here. He's going to give us all the information. So if I'm I'm going to I'm I'm, I'm going to read to you what he said, and I'm going to see what your thoughts are. Okay, so this is a ten team dynasty PPR six point passing touchdowns. Minus two for interceptions. He starts one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, two traditional flexes, and one tight end. Okay. Uh, he's saying that he feels like he's been rebuilding this team for years. Uh, he's, he's going into year three. He's a little bit worried. He's not going to be able to ever compete. So help me here. Been trying to see if older guys, White, Marvin Jones, or even Crowder for second rounders this year, but with no luck. He's not been able to get, uh, he's not been able to trade. James White, Marvin Jones, or Jameson Crowder for a second-round rookie pick. He's already traded back this year by trading the 1.08 for Josh Kelly. So his picks are um, – or wait. So wait. His picks for 2021 are 1.04, 2.01, 2.05, 3.04, 4.02. Um, who should I and, – and here's his team. So his quarterbacks in a one-tight end league is Tannehill, Mayfield, Jameis Winston – the running backs are J.K. Dobbins, James Robinson, Leonard Fournette, Robin Jones, James Ronald Jones, James White, Keyshawn, so every, Keyshawn Vaughn. So every Tampa Bay guy, um, J.D. McKissick, Kalen Balaj. I see you shaking your head here, Nelson. The wide, the wide receivers are uh, Debo Samuel, D.J. Chark, Tyler Boyd, Marvin Jones, Anthony Miller, Jamison Crowder, Denzel Mims, Van Jefferson, Alan Lazard. The tight ends are Hunter Henry. Adam Troutman, Blake Jarwin, Gerald Everett on IR. He's got Jeff Wilson. With all that being said, who should he be trading for? Who are his best assets to trade away? I need specific examples since I'm horrible at evaluating dynasty values. So that's that's the demands that Renorka has has, has made. Do you have do you have any, so here is here is players again. Quarterbacks, Tannehill, Mayfield, Winston. Uh, we're not gonna worry about the quarterbacks. Running backs, Dobbins. James Robinson, all the Tampa Bay, McKissick and Balage. Wide receivers are Debo, Shark, Boyd, Marvin Jones. I mean, got, then really low rung guys like you know, Jameson Crowder, Fan, Jefferson, Denzel Mins, Anthony Miller. It's you know, the tight ends, it's not tight end premium, but those guys aren't that good either. Um, this team's not a good team. 
you know, it's not a good one. He feels like he's uh, he can't compete and nobody's going to take these older guys off his hands. To that, I would say, well, no shit. Nobody's going to trade a two for James White or any of these. Those aren't the, those aren't the kind of trades you want to be sending right now. I mean, my first deal was if he's looking to pick up twos, maybe do you think that maybe somebody might take Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones for a two? He might have to sell both of them for a two. Yeah. I mean, a low-end one. Now, you, you did confuse me a little bit. You said he said – has he not drafted his rookies yet? No. Uh, he has 2021 picks of 1.04, 2.01, 2.05, 3.04, and 4.02. So – 1.04, he is – well, in FFPC, he would have – he would be picking up ETN at 1.04, mm-hmm. okay, which him, Robinson, and Dobbins – okay, I, people selling short on Robinson all over the place. Yeah, I'm, just, buying, I'm just, buying them wherever I can get them. Oh, well, that's – I'd like to hear – tell, tell me why, but, but before we go – like, I, I, do, do you really want Robinson and ETN? But uh, but 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 tell me about Robinson. Why do you why do you like him? First of all, we we he passed the eye test last year, right? So we yeah. saw the durability. The eye test is there. We're not guessing on him. Okay, we don't know how Meyer's going to be using running backs. How he's going to use Etn? Is he going to Kamara esque him? We don't know that. Okay, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the, the the limb here, and I'm gonna tell you Robinson still puts up ten touchdowns this year. Okay, if he's putting up ten touchdowns, you know that's mid range, high end RB two kind of back still for me. I, I I think he's gonna get a bulk of the goal line carries, and I still think he's gonna be the hammer there. I think you can guarantee him, you know, twelve, thirteen rushes, still two, you know, great pass catcher, two, three passes a game. I think he's a viable RB2. I would not move him for anything less than a low-end one. Well, and and so you don't want him to move James Robinson because he's not going to get a low-end one for him right now. Right, so, he won't, and you're yeah. not going to get it. So, I mean, this guy's going to have to sell off the anything with value here, right? Maybe package a Tyler Boyd and a Mims. Yeah. He, he's he's in between a you know rock and a hard place here because he doesn't have any studs. The only stud on the team is Dobbins, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you can't get rid of him. That's your cornerstone. You're going to want to build around. I I, I agree with you. One point zero four. You know, probably 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 ETN. Um, co- hopefully he doesn't. Um, it, man, if he could, if, if there's any way he could get a shot at Najee, that would be that would be great. But I don't think he'll that get it. it. It it'll come down. And now FFPC, Pitts and Najee were one and two. Pitts Pitts went one a lot also. So he it's going to come down him probably Jamar Chase or hey, Chase Pitts or ETN. In a ten team league like that, I got a funny feeling ETN might go two, right. And yeah. then end up with Pitts or Chase, which, you know, there's, there's not, nothing wrong with that either. Well, then you got Chase, and you got Chase and Tyler Boyd as two of your main guys. I'm, you feel I'm like. probably looking to move Boyd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's what I – I would say that that's a good point, Nelson. I'll say in, in anticipation of the fact that you might be looking at a situation where you're going to be taking a player from 
the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Cincinnati Bengals with the Jaguars getting rid of your other Jaguar right now is off the table with James Robinson. But, you know, DJ Chark is also on this team. Maybe give, maybe put, put him on the block too. Maybe put Chark on the block, put Boyd on the block because you know that you're going to be getting, uh, you know, if, 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 if not Jamar Chase, Travis Etienne, or if not Etienne, Jamar Chase is what seems most, I would most not likely. Move, I would not move Chark right now, okay, because I got a funny feeling he's going to be worth pretty good penny after week two, three, or four this year. All the, you know, with a quarterback that's going to be able to get the ball to him, he's an alpha receiver to me, man. He's got, he's got Marvin Jones on this team too, man. He's got too many Jags. It's like too many Jags in, 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 in more ways than one. But uh, I feel like I need to give him – he needs to go to at Dynasty Depot, the, at the Dynasty Depot, and get his name in there. I feel like I need to rig it and give him this team. <laughs> so he's got something to work with. So he can uh, go to his wife and say, look, hon, I got Barkley and McCaffrey on my team. Right, right. So <laughs> so, so here's, here, here's the recommendation. If anybody's interested – and do you know – I mean, Troutman has a lot of value right now. Maybe you could put Troutman out there, see if there's something you could do. But then you would just be depending on Hunter Henry. And the, I kind of think Jarwin's being slept on a little bit. Maybe. You know? Troutman's yeah. another guy you, you cannot move now for the right value, okay? You, you can't. You don't know what you're sitting on there yet. And it, it could be something really good. I, you, what are you going to do? You're going to get a back end two for him right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say maybe if you could get a, if you, could, I mean, it feels like his name's hot right now, but uh, maybe if, right now. Okay, well, I certainly, I certainly, you know, you're 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 drafting a million of these teams a day, so I'll yeah. I'll, I'll definitely rely will, will yeah, on you. I, I would hold him. That's that's another guy. I'm just holding on, and let's see what happens. There, you could be sitting on something real good. I mean, the the biggest problem he's got right now is he's sitting at 104. Got a bit rebuilt. I mean, maybe he considers Javante at 104, possibly. You know, if, if he wants to do something crazy, you know, I would still put Dobbins out there because that, that's my big asset. I, I would still put him out there. That team's so far from winning. Dobbins could be three years down the road here. Right. Right. So I, I would put him out there and see, see what I could get back for him. Okay, that's that's counterintuitive the way that I generally think about. I just man, I always think to myself, I got to keep my one piece to build around. But I think you're right. If that if that if this team is, some point you just got to throw and throw the cards in the middle and say, dude, I mean, like this this experiment didn't go right. I I need to I need to get some resources here. I need to build for the future. And in the meantime, I don't necessarily want to be winning, you know, seven games this season to where I'm picking at the one point zero six next year. Faster, no man's. Okay. Um, so we'll say, so look, speaking of J.K. Dobbins, how about just a couple of questions about this running back zone and, and redraft that I've been trying to shuffle uh, as far as kind of leveraging versus ADP. I know the dynasty is your thing, but clearly you play in a ton of leagues. Um, what what do you what what do you, I mean? They just gave Gus Edwards ten million bucks. The 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 Ravens did. Uh, they clearly see him as a guy who is good. And the fact is, when you watch him, he's kind of good. NFL NFL personnel say Gus Edwards is good. Um, are you are you interested in him? Like in the ninth, tenth round of these redraft leagues, it feels like everybody's just so anxious to pull the trigger on J.K. Dobbins around the two three turn, maybe early third round. Uh, I'm if you, I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Dobbins. I think that, you know, 
Ravens organization to me, front office is, is as good as there is, right? Alex, it's, it's, it's good stuff. I, I think there is some hard work reward money built into that contract, meaning, you know what? You are a great teammate. They love him on the team. He, he, he does the dirty work on that team. Yeah, he might have gave him an extra $2 million there. And maybe um, he's going to get the work, but he's got the work last year. Okay, so why, it's not going to be any different, I don't think. I think Dobbins, you know, you got to remember Dobbins didn't get the lion's share of the work really ever. You know, he, he got most of the carries, a lot of the carries, but that started, what, week six? Yeah, well, yeah, we set, we, I forget what the buy was. It was kind of a post buy, right? So listen, Edwards is going to get he, 10 carries a game. That's what he's going to get. But they run the ball so damn much. Yeah, man. I just I, I think it's the it's the thing about Mark Ingram not being there, and you know, it's kind of for for me, it's 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 just it's it's interesting. So if you're there, that part of drafts, I'm assuming, would you take one of the uh, would you take one of the one of the kind of the rookie running back four to five, and guys like Trey Sermon or Michael Carter, even in redraft over a guy like Gus Edwards? Dynasty, absolutely not. <laughs> well, well, in Dynasty, you would you would take Sermon, Sermon and Carter over Edwards, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about in redraft? Man, that that's a tough call. I mean, well, that's why I'm asking you the question. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble with it too. Here, here, here's the problem with that question, right? Is that Sermon? People haven't seen a lot of this guy, right? It's it's it, you know drafted you know, to the right team who has 18 running backs also. I mean, those guys aren't going away there. Those guys are signing people. They have five running backs. I mean, now I'm probably going with Gus. I'm thinking, you know, he's six, seven touchdowns, something, something late like that. I'm probably going with Gus in redraft. I am. I don't think, I don't think Sermon will ever most listen when Mostert was going off. Mostert still wasn't on the field all the time. Oh Yeah. Yeah. And those are just a hot hand situation. Right. Yeah. So I, I, you know, you know, the way those guys run, I, you know, I look at it like, which worries me. I, I change, change gears here a little bit redraft for you, which worries me that Detroit, right. Talking about bringing in girl, you know, they, you know, and, and they got Jamal Williams, which is, is Gus the bus to me there. Right. It's, it's, it's the same scenario for me there. Right. Jamal Williams, good player. Gus Edwards, good player, two stud young running backs in front of him. It's the same situation. Now, in Detroit, they have a new running backs coach named Deuce Staley. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Deuce Staley is the master of the four-man running back rotation. Yeah. 
Okay, oh, man, it's been brutal. It's been brutal. And you're just now bringing that up. And there's the other stuff where, you know, and, tra- and Trash Man, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, well, because Trash Man in his article today up on the side at Roster Watch was saying, like, he was doing the NFC North position battles to monitor. And he was talking about this when he talked about how Anthony Lynn, of course, the new off- the, the new offensive coordinator there was saying that, yep. Um, that that Jamal Williams is the guy he considers an A back, and that DeAndre Swift is the guy he considers a B back. And I just and Trashman was saying that like that means that I don't think that means that Jamal Williams is the one A and DeAndre Swift is the one B. I, I think what you I think that's just what he, I think that's what he calls these guys. They could be called H and fucking Y. It's like it, like I just think that right because if you like, I'm sure that probably Justin Jackson was one of his A backs. Kalen right. Bolage was an A back. Right. Joshua Kelly, but who's the B back? The only one we gave a shit about for fantasy, which was Austin Eckler. Right, no so those guys are gonna play, man. Uh, Jamal Williams is gonna be on the field. Jamal Williams is a good football player. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be on a Swift, I think, is an elite football player. But th- Jamal Williams is going to play, man. You know, there's not. Yeah, and you bringing up Deuce is it? You bringing up Deuce is like, I, for some reason, that had slipped my I had I'd known it, but I hadn't thought about that recently. And I hadn't put it together with this other bit of kind of just, you know, tap the brakes ish sort of news on DeAndre Swift to say, like, not only do we have that, but we have the Deuce Daly thing who throws in goddamn Boston Scott and Wendell Smallwood and these other dirt balls whenever you have Miles Sa- I can just tell I see you fuming as a Philly guy that wants to see Miles Sanders get the action. It's, it's, it's brutal. Well, listen, won the Super Bowl with that with that running back rotation with LeGarrette Blunt, with uh, Corey Clement. You know, they, yeah, man, they sure. had that rotation, and it worked. Okay, it worked for one year. That That's his coaching style, okay? There was many times in Philly, you're like, how the F is Sanders not in the game right now and Boston Scott's in the game in a key <laughs> It doesn't matter. And I heard Doug Peterson say this one time. He never calls plays. He was never calling plays. It didn't matter. Whatever the personnel, the running backs were interchangeable, never called, you know, a heavy protection thing. It didn't matter if Boston Scott was in and they were going heavy protection on something. It didn't matter. The, that's the way they operate. And that's what Deuce Staley came up through. You know, with Andy Reid, with Doug Peterson, you know, that's what he came up to. And that, that's not going to change, man. Uh, and that's just uh, – that's an interesting thing to to bring up for for, for sure. Um, just a couple more quick things just about in these in these general tiers here. Uh, one other tier that I have a little bit of an issue with um, in redraft, and I know I'm asking you here to kind of kind of um, kind of get outside your, your exact box, but – Whenever I am looking at some of these guys that come a little, I feel like, I feel like Miles Gas. Who who would you rather take in redraft this year, Miles Gaskin, knowing what the lack of what the Miami Dolphins have done at the running back position and what he was able to do last year, or or Travis Etienne in Jacksonville, knowing that James Robinson is still there, knowing that Urban Meyer obviously drafted him as sort of a, a tilt. Uh, he was sort of tilting when he drafted him because he even said afterwards he wanted Kadarius Tony. Now he's been working Travis Etienne out at wide receiver. I don't necessarily think that's as bad as some people think it is to get a gifted pass catcher like Travis Etienne, uh, that kind of work. But these guys seem to be going in similar places in redraft. It feels like you can get both of them. Etienne is now falling to the fourth, maybe four or five turn. That's about where you get Gaskin. Do you have any thoughts on that? My thoughts on Gaskin always comes back to one thing. I don't think he can hold up. Okay. 
I don't think Halo. Yeah. I, I don't think he 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 can hold up through sixteen games. He didn't hold up last year. You know, he's not a big guy, man. And I, I don't see him holding up. I, Etn is a blue chip prospect stud. I go him all day. I don't care about the usage in Miami. Okay, it doesn't matter to me that Gaskin. He I, he's not going to hold up in the long haul. Seventeen games, right? Yeah. I I have uh, and and I have Etienne ahead of Gaskin on the cheat sheet. Even uh, it, even, I still think Gaskin's a good value there. But I I but I did make the decision. I th- I think I would rather have rather rather have Etienne. All right, so let's see here. Let me see if I can share this screen. By the way, I'm going Gibson over Dobbins. Gibson, Antonio Gibson. I'm going Gibson over Dobbins. Oh, I'm going Gibson. I'm going Gibson way over Dobbins. I mean, I'm, I'm going, uh, I'm going Najee Harris over Dobbins. Yep. Um, yep. 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 I I have Dobbins with the Clyde Edwards Elayers and the and the you know those kinds of guys. Miles Sanders. Let's, let, let, let's throw that at you. That's one of the toughest guys for me, man. Ch. I, I can't say if if he's going to have this monster second year, right? And he's got it, and he knows the NFL system, and he knows he's what he's got to do. Or is he the guy that couldn't get in the end zone too often for me? I, which guy is he for you? He could be. He could kind of be. He could be a little bit of both. I don't. I don't think in, in PPR leagues. I don't think he needs to get in the end zone all the, all that often to be able to you know to be able to really spring you forward. I, I just. I think the guys like. I mean, I think that Daryl Williams will continue to sort of be a thorn in his. That guy just keeps getting injured and coming back, and he's been slow to begin with, and he's just kind of. He looks kind of good, you know. He looks kind of like he's kind of just effective between the tackles. Down um, on the line, he caught a lot of carries toward the end of last year. But yeah. I, 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 I just. I'm of the opinion that anything that's attached to that Kansas City Chiefs offense is something that I'm interested in. As we'll see, I'll run a simulation here with this cheat sheet. You can be on here as I do a live simulation, Nelson, for the first time with the magical cheat sheet for uh, for 2021 redraft leagues. And you'll see that Miko Hardman is a dude who the cheat sheet is probably going to give us because I just think that that's the cheapest piece that you can get right now that's viable in that offense. And a guy who – you know, everybody's been in on every year that I've never been in on. But, you know, you get that speed, you give them the opportunity to maybe be the number number three receiving weapon in that offense. I think that that's interesting for a lot of those same reasons. I, I could talk myself into that kind of deal. I could talk myself into Clyde Edwards Elair as my low end running back, too, yep. you know, as long as I have a good solid, solid three. Yep. Um, Could be tremendous value. Okay. So let's see here. I'm going to share. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to go to this one, open this window. Let's see here if I can do this. Um, uh, was it's, 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 it's making me follow a bunch of steps here. I'm on the brave, I'm on the brave browser. And so it's a, like privacy stuff. I'm just, I'll just go through it. I'll tell you guys what it is, what, what the picks are pick by pick. So Nelson, do you have a spot that you want me to pick at it? Uh, this is version 1.1. Now I've, I've already updated to version 1.1 of the PPR cheat sheet. It's a 12 team league. Nelson, is there a spot you want me to pick or should I just bring them up? Tough spot. 104. The fourth pick. All right. Okay, cool. Um, so one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, two flex, 
six bench spots. I'll be drafting against the expert consensus at Fantasy Pros, also the composite ADPs from the re, the drafts thus far, ESPN, Fantrax, RT Sports, the mock drafts at FF Calculator, and the composite best ball ADP from all from best ball tens and everybody else that has a one point PPR using this one. So I'll start the draft here. At 1.04, it's going to be a Derrick Henry kind of uh, start, and we'll see what happens. Let's see if maybe Saquon will fall. Okay, so at 1.0, yeah, it's going to be a Derrick Henry start here at 1.04. And as we get around to the next turn, this is enough. This is a tough one here, Nelson, because I have a hard time between Joe Mixon and Antonio Gibson. I have Joe Mixon ahead of him on the sheet by one. Both of these guys are available. I'm just going to go ahead and go Mixon here, hope that – hope that he could finally just see that uptick in receiving volume now that Giovanni Bernard is gone. As we go here now. To- yeah, let me ask you a question here. Let's stop on mixing for a second. Okay. Yeah. So, have you seen one solid report about that guy's foot? Uh, that, that's a good, that's good. That's a good thing to bring up. No, I mean, I, no, but, 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 from 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 what we from what we've heard, they want him more involved in in the in the receiving game. Who, they talk about him foot injury, and you don't hear a word for eight months. This guy's looking. Listen, you you hear it all. This guy's looking as good as ever. He's fast. Since he has shitty reporters, though. Like I I I, I think if he was anywhere else, they would tell me one thing about Joe Mixon. How can I draft Joe Mixon? I don't even know if he's playing this year. <laughs> 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 okay, well, uh, I'm gonna go with I'm I'm going with Mixon here on this one. Just I'm just I I, I trust the sheet. I follow the three simple rules at the top. Uh, the now we're here at the the my third round my third round pick. Keenan Allen fell to me here in the third. So the cheat sheet is saying make go ahead and make that your wide receiver your wide receiver one. Uh, do you think that if you had this choice here, so the cheat sheet's giving me a choice. Where would you go if you already had two running backs and one wide receiver? David Montgomery or Adam Thielen? The Chiefs Gordon, just let him. David go. Montgomery all day. All right, so let's right, go, David man. Montgomery. Really quick, man. Let's fill out the rest of this one. Now we're getting another choice here. Um, we're getting a choice between Miles Gaskin and Brandon Ayuk. This team's turning out good, dude. Yeah, I this like team's turning out good. I like it. I I probably go Ayuk right here and just fill out the wide the two starting wide receivers yeah. and just see what we can do through yep. the rest of this thing. Yep. Okay. Uh, I can't believe it, but there's going to be another choice here. Again, two guys on the same line, and that is – oh, no, they, they they are not on the same line. So Chase Edmonds is the next one here that we'll be taking in the – I believe what's the that – the, that's the 6.09. Feels feels a little like – it feels a little bit like a reach there. I probably need to look in there. Um, Robbie Anderson with my uh, seventh-round yep. pick. Um, so some good value there, some good death value. We talked earlier about – you know, Antonio Brown, maybe being somebody we could look at here sort of deep. Um, but I have a choice now between Antonio Brown and Damian Harris, who were on the same line on the cheat sheet. Are you into Damian Harris this year? Believe it or not, I like him. <laughs> I kind of do, too. I kind of I kind of like him. Um, you know, anybody in New England, obviously, it's scary. Stevenson, I, I you know, I've seen her, you know, supposedly they like him. I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. like Ramondre Stevenson. I, I think it could be be a Damian Harris year this year, man. All right, well, let's let, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and go with uh, let's go ahead and go with Damian Harris. He's your fourth back. Yeah, uh, fourth. Yeah, yeah. fourth. And like we'll 
and we'll get our fifth here and Michael Carter, who the sheet is telling me to telling me to take. Um, I do, do you do you have do you, do you have high hopes for him? I certainly do, uh, especially in Dynasty. We we like him a lot. Um, can do a lot of things. I mean, a lot of people I talk to, and you know, you're way more into the college scouting than we are, obviously. But you know, like think he's going to be a better pro than Javante is going to be. I would be. I. I mean, he's going to certainly going to be in a great situation, and they've done a lot with that offense. That's a brand new remade offense. An old man in an offense here in the with the what is this the ninth tenth round? This is a uh, yeah ten point oh nine. Tom Brady fell, so I'm just going to pick him up here and just kind of yeah. see where we go from from this spot. Um, we're going to get here. With this next pick, Gus Edwards, who fell again. I mean, at this point in the draft, you could take Gus Edwards, right? Absolutely. Uh, let's, Absolutely. Yeah. let's see. We got uh, Miko Hardman, who I built into the sheet here that I just want to take every time I can here, right at the very end of these things. We still need a tight end. Um, so the sheet is having us take Adam Troutman here at the very end of the deal. And basically now I just – now it's having us take a backup quarterback here. We go safe with Tom Brady and we're going to go upside with Trey Lance. So here's how this team looks through 14 rounds. We'll still pick kicker and defense later, but this team using the sheet, again, 1.01. I'm still testing it, but I've done hundreds of simulations. I like the way this team turned out. Tom Brady at quarterback. The running backs are Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, Chase Edmonds, Damian Harris, Michael Carter, Gus Edwards. The wide receivers are Keenan Allen, Brandon Ayuk, Robbie Anderson, Miko Hardman, and we could have and we could have had Antonio Brown instead of Damian Harris had we had we wanted to do that there. So maybe I should have done that to even out the rosters a little bit. Uh, Adam Troutman at the tight end spot, and of course Tom Tom Brady and Trey Lance at the quarterback. Oh. So yeah, that's a great team, man. So that's the cheat sheet. You can find it at rosterwatch.com. Again, we're here with Nelson Verbit, dynastydepot.com. Before we get Nelson out of here, just a reminder, if you guys uh, can like and subscribe here, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, give us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. And of course, go and follow Nelson over at the Dynasty Depot on Twitter. Before we get out of Nelson, I got one more question for you. But before we do, Tell us about the pro, you had the promo code you wanted to talk about for yes, Frosty right? Watch. And yeah. then also just hit them again one more time with how they can get entered in that $2,100 prize pool. And, dude, this is the best chance you're going to have at one of these things. Nelson's tweeted this out. I mean, you're going to be in there with probably only a couple hundred other people. Like, you're like, you're, you're going to have a great, you're going to have a great shot at winning this thing. So make sure you go and retweet that deal. Just give them all the details, Nelson. See, let me get, let me tell you a little secret about this, right? So, Go to at the, the Dynasty Depot. Just retweet it. Like it and retweet it. We're going to pick you out, okay, whoever we pick out. That team now is essentially purchased from Dynasty Depot, Alex. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving it to you for free. But every team that is purchased off Dynasty Depot hits our leaderboard. We've talked about this a little bit. So Right. So this, this is an amazing thing. So I'm going to give you something for free that could turn into a half a million dollars. So basically, you have best ball, standard, super flex, super flex, best ball, four divisions. This will fall into a tri-flex, super flex, okay? So every single team purchased on Dynasty Depot hits our leaderboard. We're going to take your points from FFPC each week. We're going to transfer them over to Dynasty Depot and you will hit our leaderboard. It's a free game within a game. First place in each division 
is a $2,000 main event FFPC seat where the top prize is $500,000. Second prize, $500. So you buy any team on Dynasty Depot, you hit our leaderboard. On Tuesdays, you'll be able to check not only your team, your leagues, and everything else. Go to Dynasty Depot, look at the leaderboard, and fall when you, where, where you fall in there. So we're going to give your people tonight, if you go to DynastyDepot.com, sign up for any membership level, put in RosterWatch50, RosterWatch50, for 24 bucks. okay, you're getting RosterWatch's exclusive Dynasty rankings, okay, and you're getting all access to Dynasty Depot. That'll carry you through till next July. So you got this season, all season, Dynasty Depot, where you're bidding, buying, and selling teams. We're an auction site, man. We're an eBay for for fantasy football teams. That's all we do. But right now, there's 200 teams for sale up there. People are buying and selling. People are day trading like crazy, Alex. They're drafting maiden teams and putting them right up for sale. They're drafting $500 teams, selling them for $1,300, taking the money, redrafting new teams. That's what people are doing all day on Dynasty Depot. But go like this team, like this uh, thing at the Dynasty Depot, retweet it, get yourself a chance at this $2,100 package. We're picking it out Friday. We'll announce it Friday at lunch. All right. You can find it there. Uh, just just go find them at the Dynasty Depot, and then make sure you use that code over at Dynasty Depot, Rosterwatch50. All right, Nelson, got to get you out of here with this one. A.J. Brown, what are you doing with him? Is he still – I mean, for a while there, it was looking like he could be the number one wide receiver in Dynasty. Was he your number one wide receiver in Dynasty? And if so – is he still your 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 one point zero one as far as wide receivers? Man, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think this hurts him. And and of course, we're talking about Julio Jones. In case you've been living under a rock, Julio Jones now now to the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm I'm asking I'm asking Nelson. I'm saying AJ Brown. People were talking about him like he probably should be the wide receiver one in Dynasty, just right. given how youthful he is and just given given the target share that he's that he's likely to enjoy right. with the vacated targets from Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, yada, yada, yada. So, okay. Nelson, did you see it like that? And you're saying now you don't see things too much differently? I, I don't, and here's why. Okay, Corey Davis, a lot, lot of target shares, right? And even going like people were like now out on Anthony Ferkser, who I am in on. I still like him. I like him even more now. People yeah. don't all the targets. If people worry about target shares, well, you have to worry about coverages also, right? You're going to mm-hmm. get targets if you're open. That's kind of how the premise goes here. So with what Julio's going to draw, okay, Brown and his connection with Tannehill already, I, he might have a bigger year this year. I, I, he, he is He's the guy there.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.